Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only. And I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com. And if you want to join... All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written published article, Who Was at the Helm? 
from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage Show from 32494, the earliest show in the archive, 32494. My interview with Donald Trump from 110-2011. 110-2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. This book was on a stand. I'd like to read you a page. My back over my hips as I ask if we should take off, take our clothes off. And he's saying yes before I finish my sentence. He's pulling off my t-shirt, laughing when I can't undo his shirt buttons. He's undoing my belt. I'm reaching into his bedside drawer for a condom. We're kissing again. We're rolling over. Obviously, you can see where this is going. Uh, this book was at my middle school, and it was on a stand. When I rented it out to show my dad it, uh, the librarian asked if I wanted more and if I wanted a graphic novel version. I'm glad we're starting early. Everyone can go home early. Michael, I have to tell you, my grandparents were, they're gone now. Oh, but I'm sorry. That's uh, okay. They were, they would absolutely lose their minds right now. <laughs> they they listen to you for so long every day. Every that is day. so sweet. Yeah. That is just so sweet. Jamie, thank you so much for that. Um, you know, I could almost begin the podcast by with that. You know, Jamie, you raise a very interesting issue. You founded Gays Against Groomers. You're now on the warpath, as, as we all should be, to protect our children in plain English from the trans cult and the trans mafia. In some ways, people are calling it that. But, you know, here's the odd thing. When the gay marriage thing came up 25 years ago, the same kind of rhetoric was used against gay people. I'm sure you've heard this before, that you're no different than us. It's just that we're the next wave or something, right? Mm -hmm. What do you say to that, Jamie? Well, the, the issue is, first of all, that, you know, I don't believe that gay and trans should have ever been lumped together. Uh, I think that they're compared a lot, but they are actually completely different. Um, How? How? Well, being, being gay is, you know, who you are attracted to, who you are romantically interested in. Uh, you know, a lot of people on the far right, you know, I don't like using the term far right, but like, you know, the Bible belt. Uh, OK, you know, I'm labeled far right myself. So of course, anyone who disagrees with the radical left agenda is a Nazi. Yeah, I get exactly. it. Exactly. So, you know, I don't like that term, but a lot of people choose to call it a lifestyle. Uh, I don't believe that at all. I, I believe that, you know, you are many people are born gay. You know, th that's a whole nother uh, debate or, or discussion. Right. Is it nature or nurture? But it's right, irrelevant. Exactly. That's almost irrelevant. What's relevant is basically who you're attracted to. And that's what you des desire to do, period. Right. So it's almost the same with trans people, though, isn't it? Um, I, you know how trans people want to live their life. I, I, the thing is, is that I don't think that people had a problem with trans people until the Bingo. radical. Yeah, the radical. A thousand percent correct. That's how right. I see it. Yeah, so, and, this has been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah, cross dressing. 
course. Uh, being the other sex within the body of, of another sex. No one yeah. really cared. It was actually part of all cultures. Right. Uh, and, but it's when they start. I used to say for a thousand years, I'm a sexual libertarian. I don't really care what you do sexually, nor do I care to have you know what I do sexually. It's not your business. I keep it to yourself. But when you cross the line into the children and start brainwashing them, no, then it yeah. is my business. I think that's where you're coming from. That's exactly correct. I mean, that, that's that's how people feel, you know, and it's the same way towards gay people like drag queens performing for kids. You know, those are typically gay men. Um, those aren't even trans people. But the issue that, you know, Finally, in society, we got to the point we were fighting for our equal rights, which I was a just fight. You know, gay people just wanted to be to be seen as the same and have the same rights as every other American in this country. Uh, you know, and, and we that was a just fight and we won the fight. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we should have packed it all up and gone home. Uh, well, so you know. I, I know the Stonewall riots. I even know the Stonewall bar. I, I go back that far. Mm -hmm. I used to I used to frequent the, the West Village. I, I never really went to the Stonewall. I went to a place called the Dugout, which was a little different. But the thing is, I understand that scene and the riot and that was the revolution again. But gay people did not make an issue of going into schools and telling people to be gay. Yeah, exactly. We just wanted equal rights. Uh, and, and the activists, you know, there's this fringe sect within our community that is dead set on, you know, they don't want equality. They now want supremacy. Wait, want that, I love the sect. It's so religious. It, it has is. such a religious no, connotation. It's, it's like it's different sects of Christianity or Jewishness. You know, right, and no. th then there's the super orthodox who throws stones at the non-orthodox in Jerusalem on Saturday. <laughs> right. No, that's exactly how it is. I mean, these people make their sexual orientation or their gender identity their entire being, whereas, you know, people like me and, and those of us within Gays Against Groomers and millions of other gay people and even trans people, you know, it's just one aspect of who we are. Like, I view myself being gay as the same way I view I have long, dark hair. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just well, a, this a, is fascinating because I've I've studied this for a very long time, Jamie. This is not something I'm looking in from, oh, my God, like a rube. You know, I've thought about this for ages, and I'm asking this question. Some define being gay as their whole identity, and they have for many years, like, unless you accept your sexuality, you don't know who you are. Okay, fine. How does that differ from this is who I am and this is what my sexuality is? How does what differ? I'm sorry. Well, you oh. were saying that, being gay is about your sexual orientation rather right. than who you are as a whole person. Right. Some yeah. would argue that being gay is your whole person. Yeah. And I think that's really sad. Uh, people that feel that way, gay people that feel that way. I mean, I don't think that they're that that the majority of straight people going around and make being straight their entire. Identity. <laughs> it's so silly. It's like, well, that's I, I interesting. Don't understand that. You know, like who, who goes around saying, hi, I'm a heterosexual. How are you? Yeah, it's like, no, hi, I'm Michael. Uh, I have a radio show and whatever your hobbies are. You know, I'm Jamie. I like the outdoors. I have dogs. Uh, you know, I, I like going to the dog park. Uh, you know, I, it's just it's so ridiculous. And I don't know why they do that, but I think it's really sad to be boiled. You know, no human. That's not all a human is, is who they're attracted to. You know, there's Jamie, so much Jamie, more. you said your parents, your grandparents loved my show. Yeah. They certainly must have heard me say a thousand times, I don't want to talk about a person's sexuality. I'm a, I'm a sexual libertarian. Did they resonate right. with that? Is that the line they like the most, knowing uh, you were gay? They must have known you were gay a long time. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. And they, they, they totally resonated with that, you know, because they, they loved me. They didn't, their opinion didn't change of me when, uh, when I realized I was gay and let them know, um, it, they still see me as the same person, you know? And, and, and it, yeah, they, they definitely resonated with that a lot. Are and, they alive? Did you say they've passed away? No, they passed away. Yeah. They passed away. So how I, I hate to make this so personal, but you're the head of a great group that's getting a lot of publicity you're getting a lot of heat for founding gays against groomers. And people would say that's an oxymoron. Wait a minute. No. Aren't all gays grooming kids today? Of course, the answer is no. Gay people have been around since ancient times. That's why the Bible had prohibitions, because so many people were enjoying each other that weren't supposed to. And of course, at the time, they were afraid the tribe would diminish unless they said, no, you can't be with a man if you're a man, because they won't be any babies, no warriors and no one to grind the corn, no one to grind the wheat. So you better cut that out, you know. OK, but no, I mean, that, that's why there's so many prohibitions. Of course, I have said a thousand times I'm not a biblical absolutist. If I were, I'd have to stone every adulterer to get the death. I'd have mm -hmm. to kill people who eat shrimp. For right, God's exactly. Sake. That's yeah. That argument is very silly to me. I mean, you know, it, as if any every sin is. Uh, the same and holds equal weight, then uh, I don't think too many people would be alive. And the punishment was stoning to death. I don't think too many people would be walking this earth anymore. I well, mean, now they just get stoned to death. It's a little different today. Right. But, but, no, but Jesus said the best thing about this. He said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Right. Exactly. Uh, no, but you, you brought up a great point. Um, oh, God, I'm sorry. My brain is blinking right now. No, no, it's fine. It's listen, we don't have to. Right you got into that you were saying uh grandparents yeah no right after that <laughs> i'm so <Duh>. sorry <laughs> yeah. we're, we're both having we're both having a, a moment here it's, yeah uh, so let me bring up something else um oh no i remember what it was you okay. said how, be, how gays against groomers how that sounds like you know a lot of people might think that's an oxymoron but it's you know and that's the problem that's why gays against groomers is so important because right now all you see coming from our community anytime you see a gay person or a trans person online you know a video that gets it online it's this assault on children right like me i i'm engaged me and my fiance sitting home watching netflix at night you're not what that's not like that doesn't really make the news i mean i do now a bit because of the organization but uh, you know, us normal gays that which which make up the majority of the I love it. Us normal gays. This is a funny interview. I kind of love it. I mean, that's what these radicals are insane. But, uh, you but know, what are they doing? What are they pushing then? If it's not sexuality, we all sense there's some other agenda to go into schools, to break things, to trash churches. There's more to it than just their sexual orientation. Why are so many trans so violent is really the question. What's it? Is it the hormones? You know, I, I, I've said a few times that I think cross sex hormones mixed with this woke ideology Ooh. is incredibly dangerous, you know, because first of all, to be on these cross sex, hormones, like to be trans, you have to have gender dysphoria, right? And gender dysphoria is a mental condition. Um, what is gender dysphoria? Gender dysphoria is feeling, you know, like your body and your mind don't align. You know, the 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 sex that you were, but the body you were born in, the sex you were born as doesn't align with how you feel about yourself. Or, Wait, hold uh, it. Most people won't follow that. So it would be a man identifying yeah. internally as a woman. Right. But right. isn't that gay? No, <laughs> definitely not. Well, no. wait. so there are men, though, who are feminine inside yeah. and they'll pick a man who's masculine, who's gay. Sure. So isn't that the same thing? 
No, uh, gay men. And, you know, uh, I, I am an androgynous woman. Let's take me as an example. I'm androgynous. An and yeah. So I you know, I'm not hyper feminine and I'm not overly masculine. I fall somewhere in the middle. Like, you know, I've never been a, a girl that wears a dress uh, and high heels. You know, I actually wear men's clothing. This is a men's jacket, a men's white T-shirt. But the unisex but I, look has been around for 50 years. Ex exactly. And so that's the thing, though, that they're telling kids now. It's like. Um, you know, oh. that if if you're a girl that oh. doesn't wear dresses or you like playing in the mud instead of playing with Barbies, you were actually born in the wrong body and we got to pump. Ah, you OK, now we're drugs. getting into the actual dysfunction of yeah, the mind so, of these people, which is, you know, of course, not. There's always been girls who were tomboys, so to speak. Exactly. They were some were gay, some weren't, but they were right. tomboyish. Right. That's 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 one of our major campaigns is hashtag save the tomboys because they're being <laughs> eradicated they're being eradicated i, I used to love tomboys i always liked tomboys more than all the girls i, I kind of liked them they yeah. were like they were like viking warriors to me no and they're being eradicated out of ex existence it's like a tomboy genocide telling me <laughs> why why is there a tomboy genocide? Because they're telling these young girls if, you know, if, if they're if they're not hyper feminine and super girly, that they're actually supposed to be a boy. You know, so they're transitioning these tomboys into, you know, quote unquote, boy, you know, trans boys, trans men. Well, they could have uh, just become gym teachers. I don't understand why they have to go to surgery. No, it's it's scary because, you know, I look at what's happening now to the kids and the push to indoctrinate them into believing this. And if I would have grown up in this generation, if I was a kid right now, I would have 100 percent, 1000 percent thought that I was actually supposed to be a boy. And if my parents, you know, my parents were Republican, my parents are well, they're Republicans uh, and conservatives. So but I'm just saying, like, if they were you know, these crazy loony leftists and they bought into this whole gender cult, they would have pumped me full of drugs and hormones. And and, you know, kids as young as 12 and 13 girls are having double mastectomies. Healthy girls are having crazy. Their yeah, crazy. It's, it's very scary. No, that's crazy. body mutilation of the body. Right. And they call us far right for thinking that, you know, healthy children shouldn't have their body parts chopped off. I mean, this is absolutely insane. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Before you start sending your naughty masterpieces around the world, take some time to get friendly with photo editing software and apps. Digital photos are permanent and impossible to retract once they're out there. So keep your recognizable features out of them before you share them. This is a book for kids. Don't forget to tell your way, crop out your face hide your birthmarks and scars and edit your edit out your piercings and tattoos. And don't forget to tell your sweetie how hot they look. Let them know you appreciate the little gift they've sent you. Jamie, you founded Gays Against Groomers. Why did you feel called to speak out and start this organization? I mean, you could have just had your belief system and gone on with your regular life. What were you before you became this activist? Yeah. So I actually, uh, you know, I'm a I, I'm a conservative. And for since 2017, I had an online uh, account called the gay who strayed that was basically to show that, you know, not all Trump supporters, not all conservatives are straight white men. I was trying to break that uh, stereotype there. And um, I grew that platform to almost 240,000 followers over the years. 
And I was getting kind of just tired of the same old uh, posting news, posting memes. I didn't feel like anybody was really making a difference. Mm. With that. I didn't feel like I was contributing anything meaningful. Um, and so I was kind of over it. And then, you know, that this I launched Gays Against Groomers June of 2022. So around that time, that's when all of these insane videos of, um, you know, drag drag queens performing for kids and drag queen story hour. And by the way, the- Jamie, I have to interject. These are not just cross-dressers, the ones who are grooming the children. These are grotesque cross-dressers. Oh, yes, These are magnified cross-dressers. These are not even normal transvestites oh. who enjoy dressing up in women's clothing, which is entirely different than these gargantuan fake breasts mm-hmm. that are made to shock mm-hmm. more than to improve the sense of well-being of the individual. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's so funny. A lot of these trans rights activists and, and LGBTQIA plus 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 uh, radicals. What, what does it, I stand for? Wait, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans. We all know that. But us yeah. other people don't get all the additions. I honestly can't even keep up. I mean, the acronym is evolving. I actually think there's a number in there now. It's well, uh, LGBTQ. We understand. And I still yeah. don't know the difference between a queer and a gay yeah. person. Anyone who was gay in my day was queer. Queer used to be a slur. I mean, when I was that's growing- right. Oh, he's a queer. In fact, yeah. in grade school, it would get the queer. They'd beat kids up. It was horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyone who was different got beaten up. LGBTQ. So- but what is an I? I, I believe, is intersex, which makes up, I think, 0.02% of the population. What you is know, intersex? That's a, med- that's a medical anomaly. That's when you're born um, with both, uh, ah. you know, both female and male parts. That's an actual biological yes. medical anomaly. I've you seen know, that not, online. I, I've seen that a, online. It's just yes. genitalia. Yeah. Uh, our dual genitalia. I've seen right. that. And that's not an identity. That's actually what you're, you know, what somebody is born with. Um, and then that's a hermaphrodite a, in a way. Yes. Yes. And then an A is asexual, which, okay. Thank <laughs> which God. is people that, yeah, people that don't have any sexual interest in anyone. Um, and then, yeah, all the pluses. Who knows? I know what's coming next. It's it's the P. They're trying to get the P in there for pedophile. Oh, stop. No, that's what's coming next. That's what this is all moving towards. You know, the sexual normalizing the sexualization of children, uh, you know, having having schools in pub in uh, having books in school libraries that have pornographic, you know, illustrations and and in, incredibly vulgar language that, you know, these parents go to school board meetings and read the books that are available to their young children. They read them at the school board meetings and they get cut off because it's so vulgar. They yes. can't say it. If I were to say it in an interview on TV, I I wouldn't be able to say it. You can't air that. I, I couldn't do it on my podcast. No, apparently, so you the know, parents are thrown out. They're told not to speak. It's too vulgar. Yes. But the same school board members who were saying it's too vulgar have no problem with it being in the, in the library. That's exactly correct. I mean, it just absolutely doesn't make any sense. So there's insanity here, but you're saying it's not insanity. There's a, a mission to not only hypersexualize the young kids, but literally to normalize pedophilia where Nero for example, in ancient Roman times had sex with infants and young mm-hmm. children. People don't want to even believe this, mm-hmm. but there's an no. entire cult of insane people who do this. Yeah. And the thing the the other uh, factor of it is, you know, child sex changes. If kids can consent to something so extreme as permanently altering their bodies at a young age, you know, children cannot make permanent decisions about anything. Children cannot. Right. Consent. But if they plant the idea in society's head that children actually are 
able to consent to, you know, chopping their breasts off or going, you know, chemically castrating themselves with Lupron, which is a, you know, which is the most popular puberty blocker, uh, you know, for, for, for a very long time um, in the past. And even still now, Lupron, this drug they're giving to preteens was used to chemically castrate sex offenders. And now You're they're just kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, Karen, you got to highlight that point. We didn't know this. See, yep, Lupron. Lupron, which is being given to children. Yep. To sub suppress their sexual uh, development, development yep. uh, was used to castrate sex offenders. Still. None of us, none of us knew this. Still, Still this is. leads to the next question. OK, you're on a mission. You're like a missionary here. I hate <laughs> to say it because now you go into almost like another religious. You're like a religious missionary to I, save. It's like I to save the children. Religion. I am battling an alphabet mafia cult religion, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Yeah, but I do. You know, I want to say one on my last point. So if a child can consent to changing their body like that, permanently altering their body and cutting parts off and sterilizing themselves, who's to say they can't consent to sex with an adult? If they can consent to that, they can consent to anything, you know, and that's that's where this is going. How do you support yourself? Is this group self-supporting at this at this time? No, Uh, everybody is volunteer only. We have like I want to say 60 some members in Gays Against Groomers and we're all volunteering. I people think that we are funded uh, by, you know, right wing groups like the Heritage Foundation, which is hilarious. I read an article. They said we have a million dollars in the bank. I would love to see that. I have. (laughs) We do not have that. We are completely independent. But I think people just can't believe that we are a truly organic grassroots movement. So how do you what do you do for a living? What do you how do you live? I'm actually I'm a graphic designer. (laughs) I've been doing it for 15 years. Well, are you interested in raising funds for Gays Against Groomers? Because if you are, we need a website. My yes. listeners, I'm sure they're going to send oh, you. Oh, 100%. No, we do raise money. Uh, we get individual donations from our supporters. Wow. Um, where, do that, where do my listeners send you money? <laughs> GaysAgainstGroomers.com. Period. Uh, that's it? That's it. And there's a big donate button. And um, yeah, we're raising right for, we're raising funds right from our website. I actually just finished an investor deck that we're going to be trying to get big donors for the first time because I do want to hire the team. You know, this is I am putting in like 40 hours of work. No, no, we're going to help you. I, I know I can get you some real money here. Okay. I know it. This okay. is phenomenal. I think this is a very interesting topic for many different reasons. Uh, Jamie, have you been threatened? Oh, yes. I get death threats every day. Death threats. Oh, yeah. I get online online. Yes, Yes, online. Currently just online. But, you know, I worry about uh, and some of our other members, you know, um, some prominent members in our organization, they get death threats through to there are people. One, our executive director, uh, Frank Rodriguez, um, he is actually being stalked right now by these radical activists. I mean, he has the police involved. I have a bounty on my head, basically, from these what? radicals. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, well, and years ago when I started in talk radio, I had death threat more than ever were in the beginning because I was so off the wall to most people. A prominent conservative I met at Mar-a-Lago two weeks ago said, you know, Michael, when you started 26, 27 years ago, we all thought you were crazy. He said, now it turns out we know you are a prophet. I said, well, welcome yeah. to the club. But the fact yeah. of the matter is, in those days, I'd get death threats when I just started radio and it scared the hell out of me because prior to this incarnation, I was like a botanist, nutritionist guy. I was not used to being hated. And so my program mm-hmm. director said to me, Michael, just remember, flashers don't rape. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. No, they they you know, I think that they're all talk for the most part. But we see now yes. that radical trans activists have been getting increasingly violent, you know, and it's it's very sad. People and the media and these, uh, you know, left wing progressive outlets, they are fanning the flames. They're calling us anti trans. They even call us anti LGBTQ, which is insane because everybody in the organization is gay, bi, trans, whatever. Uh, no, there is not, not a single straight person in our organization. And so they call us anti ourselves. But saying that we're anti trans just because we don't want kids to be mutilated or sterilized is 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 in, incredibly dangerous. You know, and you it, have it, trans people in gays against groomers. We have a few. Yeah, we have a few. Trans so people. these are trans people who are against proselytizing children. Yes, exactly. And, and against chemical castration yep. of children. Yep. And, okay. you know, we we included trans people because their voices are more effective. We want to go about it in the most effective way possible, ending this war on children and trans people, trans adults that believe that kids should not. You know, this isn't for kids at all. Their voices are more effective than even gay people's because I have no I, I don't know. I've never lived that. You know, I don't have any experience with that, but um, it's very powerful coming from a trans person saying no, no children should transition just the same way, you know, our voices from within the community, we got so big so fast because people realize that our voices, you know, speaking out from inside the community are going to be the most effective at ending it because straight people are instantly written off as bigots and homophobes and transphobes. No, no you're tough to, to fight with. You're very smart. You're very good looking. And you're also very, very passionate about protecting children. At the end of the day, this is about protecting kids. That's all it is. You know, we're not anti Adults can do whatever they want, you know, as long as they're not hurting anybody. Uh, but but just leave the kids out of it. Children are innocent and young for such a short time. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. It's like every single day, you guys. And this is why I complain about all the time. Look, what's what's his name? What's your name? My name Alex? Is Tommy. Yeah, your name's Alex, and I'm gonna be talking to your manager. This guy called me sir. I I, this happens every f day. Everywhere I go, I get called sir. I'm so sorry. Why would you call a chick? Big ass Why would you call? I didn't say No, stop trying to gaslight trans people. How, how, how old were you when you realized that you were not like the other girls? Uh, well, in high school, I started to notice that, um, you know, that. I had feelings. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I know I started noticing that I got jealous of, um, you know, friend girl, my friends, boyfriends, my girlfriend's boyfriends, when they got to like spend time with them, I wanted to spend time with them. And you, I would you, get your, your girlfriends, a, not sexual, but your girl, no, girlfriend, my, just my friends, friends were, who were yeah. girls. You got yes. jealous of the boyfriends for taking them the time from you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, within a few more years, I, I, you know, I came to understand very clearly what that was and what that meant. And, and I ask a personal. So how was it for your parents who were conservatives or Republicans when they yeah. learned that you were gay? How did they react? Um, they didn't really care. You know, it, they, <laughs> they didn't really care. They I, I think that they kind of didn't believe it. I think they thought I was like going through a phase. A phase, a phase. Oh, she'll grow out of it. Yeah. You know, they always wanted to me to marry a, a nice Jewish boy, a Jewish doctor, a man. <laughs> God, how stereotypical. Why couldn't it be an well, Italian I'm, doctor? Because I'm Jewish. So, you know, well, why Jews, couldn't it be an Italian girl doctor? Jews, they like to keep it. I don't know. They just wanted me to marry a nice Jewish boy. I, but uh, were you, you know, raised in any religious? 
I'm well, I was raised Jewish. I am Jewish, but I wasn't very religious growing up. No, I mean, that's an important question, because in the temples, mm-hmm. in, in reform temples, there's no issue about gayness. Right. But in the conservative or orthodox temples, again, they're not very condemning on this topic. They don't even talk about it uh, at all. Of course, they want people to have children. That's what they want. Yeah. And you know what? I love straight people. I'm a straight ally. There would be no gay people without straight people. (laughs) You know, like the straight people keep it going, you know, like, you know, know, hey, Jamie, we're getting very personal. You know what I used to to say many years ago? What's a shame is so many people I knew in my life were gay men. I mean, many men who I knew were gay and none of them would have children. And they were some of the brightest most wonderful people around and none of them were having children. And I said, one of the greatest losses to our society is the fact that gayness has become so accepted that some of the best people are not having children. Yeah, I, I hear you there. Yeah, it's it's, um, you know, that's that's Can't you just meet a nice it. Jewish doctor and meet girls on the side, Jamie. I don't think I can do that. I'm no. joking. Come on. But that's no, but- the way it was done for a long time, by the way. Yeah. For sure. Am I right? Secret. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of gay men, celebrities, you know, they they marry and they have wives, but they have lovers on the side or the, who they actually are in love with on the side, you know, a man. So, uh, that's that's the question. This behavior, whatever it may be, gay or trans dressing up transvestite or whatever was it's been around forever. It didn't suddenly originate. Right. Right. Been around since mankind. I'm an anthropologist, partly by training, and I happen to know that the quote mahu in Hawaiian society or the feminine, the gay male who was dressed like a woman and some of the huge guys who like to be women, they were not condemned. They weren't picked on and called queer or beaten up. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're probably afraid of them to, to beat them or they get killed themselves. But, you know, strangely enough, in many societies, including Native American societies, the blended sexual person was considered a seer or a sage, incidentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you actually, know that, right? Yeah, that's you know, I was just watching this YouTube. I like watching uh, YouTube videos on other cultures and stuff because I just find it fascinating. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are still countries like that 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 hold these people to kind of a deity status. I mean, yes. I'm glad we don't do that here. <laughs> but you'd, you'd be a, a demigod if we did it here. Yeah, get a I, don't think, I don't think America can handle that with the way things. I mean, they're already, you know, they think of themselves as like these supreme beings. But no, I think that's silly that all the boys- Dalai Lama uh, suck sucking a boy's oh tongue. Last year. What was that? I think that I think that people, you know, in high places are I think there is an issue of pedophilia in these, uh, you know, people that, that is much more widespread than um, anybody could really. You really do believe there's a subcult of pedophilia, which is. You look at the Internet, they claim a yeah. lot of Dems are pedophiles. And I say, OK, I don't want to go there. No, I I, think I, oh, yeah. I believe that these people at the very top, I, I, I believe in that. I do believe that oh. they are pedophiles. Um, oh, many. it scares me. It really it's, freaks me out. Yeah. And children, children are innocent. They, they can't protect themselves. And by the way, once an innocence is lost, it can never yeah. be regained. Can I think people need to understand that once a child loses his or her innocence, they are forever damaged. Yeah. Forever. 
And it'll last, it'll be with them their whole lives. The abuse, you know, you see, you see people that were uh, kids, adults that were molested as children um, and they're like 50 and they still, they, they are still, you know, grappling with it every single day of their lives. I mean, they're tormented. So mm, you're right yeah, about that. Very sad. It's Jamie. Horrible. What about the, the um, Bud Light uh, boycott that's going on? I, I put it, I got up in the middle of the night. I sometimes I think of a joke in the middle of the night. I don't know mm. why. Normally I'm depressed and frightened of dying. But sometimes oh I, I sometimes I wind up laughing to myself because something will pop in my head that's funny. So I wrote this down. Bud Light and the loafers, not only gluten free, now customer free. Mm. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. I was playing with gluten free and I laughed. I said, oh, it's customer free. So how do I phrase that one? You know, I heard that I just saw yesterday that they lost four billion dollars since coming out with this Dylan Mulvaney crap. They don't care, though, do they? No, I don't think that they overall care. I don't. I mean, I think that's probably a, a drip in the bucket for them. But um, but wait a minute, that's a lot of money, $4 billion in lost revenue. Oh, no, it's huge. It's huge. But they are the largest, uh, the, the most consumed beer in the country. So I can only imagine, I mean, what those profits are yearly. But well, it's big, but I, I see it online. It's a it's actually metastasizing as a boycott. A lot of people just will not buy Bud Light right now. Do you think this is a turning point where people yes. are standing up to this trans mafia? Yeah, I mean, it. it <laughs> The, the problem with the trans mafia is that they are forcing other people to affirm their delusions, you know? Wow. And yeah, because, uh, you know, to, to kind of deny reality, like it's one thing if you want to present the, as the opposite gender, you know, and just live your life because that's comfortable. But to force people to compel speech for people to use pronouns. I mean, some teachers are being fired for not using the students correct pronouns now. Uh, you know, that's compelled speech that tramples on the rights of others. The same in the military. Instead of yeah. worrying about being able to make war, they're worried about making the right pronoun. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I know a lot of trans people that truly don't care. You know, they would they would prefer people use the pronouns that they are comfortable with. But, you know, they don't go berserk if they don't, you know, and, and they just just the whole thing. Whatever happened to, like, live and let live, just leave people alone, do whatever you want to do. Hurt. Jamie, nobody, I'm, I'm afraid nobody, you're Jamie, you're just out of it. You're, you're just too much of a libertarian. I don't know. Well, really I mean. I mean, socially, I mean, in, in socially, no, you're a sexual libertarian is what you are, I guess. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, but that's I, what I, I've said about me. Yeah. I'm a sexual libertarian, meaning I don't care what you do with yourself. Exactly. Leave the kids yeah, alone. I, I don't think anybody should care what consenting adults do with their lives as long as they're not pushing anything on anyone else, especially children. And that's where the problem is. I mean, you see acceptance and tolerance of LGB and T people has been plummeting in recent years. And it's like, it's not rocket science science as to why it's just the attack on children. Oh, wait, so you, you wait, this is an important point. I think what you're saying is if this trans mafia and the violence associated with it, violence against children, violence against those who don't conform to their language codes continues, then gays themselves will oh, suffer the backlash. 100%. And that's why Gays Against Groomers is also so important. I always say our mission is twofold. First and foremost, is to end what's happening to children. It's disgusting. It's it's 
It's horrific. But our second goal, you know, and purpose is to reclaim our good standing into society to separate ourselves from these lunatics, uh, because if our rights ever do get rolled back, um, you know, it will be solely due to the to to that, to the attack on children. Um, And it's very dangerous. I mean, the backlash is happening now. It's going to continue to grow. And, you know, I'm very proud that gays against groomers can stand in as, as and show like as a unified force of these gay people that are very much against it. And we we just want to live and let live. You know, I don't want to push anything on anyone. I just I just want to go about my day, run my errands and and do what I got to do. You know, like that. And that's how that's how most people feel. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered and raw. Last year, my 11-year-old daughter was in elementary school here at Chico Unified, and her elementary school transitioned her from female to male behind my back. Shortly before this happened, my father had recently passed away, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. My daughter was distressed and began questioning her sexuality, so she decided to reach out to a wellness counselor at her elementary school. The day my daughter shared her guidance, shared with her guidance counselor that she felt like a boy, the counselor immediately affirmed this new identity. From then on, the counselor continued to have one-on-one meetings with my daughter without my knowledge. During one of those one-on-one meetings, my daughter told the counselor she wanted to tell me about her new identity. The counselor ignored her request and did nothing to support her in letting me know what was going on at school. You claim that profit is a large motive for corporate groups pushing this gender ideology. How did you come up with that? In other words, there aren't that many people out there who will buy a beer because trans people promote it. And Mm -hmm. it just... So why are corporations they're just bending to the tiny minority yes. the loudest, who scare them? They well, come in and scream I, don't, I don't think they're scared. I think that they are in on it. I think that this whole movement is like a cultural Marxist movement uh, to destabilize society, truly right. to destabilize the family, to, to yes. make kids hate their parents to swoop in and say, oh, I'm the only one that loves you, you know, for these predators to swoop in. I'm the only one that understands you. Um, but but the, there's the profit motivation, and especially with trans kids, I mean, to hook these kids up into the pharmaceutical and medical industry for life at a young age. I mean, these doctors and these these hospitals and the medical industries, they see dollar signs on top of these kids heads. I mean, you know, there is a in in Van, at Vanderbilt University, I believe it was um, in. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, there was a there was a woman speaking. I think she was like on some medical board saying how how profitable these surgeries are and these these medications are um, for these kids. So I, I think that it's I think there are a lot of factors. pushing. Oh, so it's the, the profit motive behind a lot of it in the. In the- Vanderbilt, right. I remember that. It was a scandal. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, where did you go to college? Indiana University. What did you study? Uh, I studied communications and graphic design. I didn't really know what I wanted to do in college. I was kind of all over the place. Most people don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was well, a lot you of You are in communications and, and you got a great graphic behind you. It turns out it all worked out, honestly. Yeah. It's nice. I I just realized my camera has been reversed the whole time. I did not mean to do that. No, because you see it backwards. Is that it? Yeah, I realized. I'm really sorry about that. How unprofessional. Do you have siblings without going into details? Huh? I'm an only child and I've always really, really hated that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a separate issue. We'll leave that out of this. Yeah. We're moving into the Mm postmodernist, post-truth world. Exactly. Some may argue this is all perfectly acceptable. How do we even define what morality is 
in a society that said there is no morality and it's all personal? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that's, you know, that's kind of the nucleus uh, of of what we're seeing happening now. You know, if there is no moral good, then there's nothing wrong. Then nothing can be wrong, including the most depraved, heinous acts targeting the most innocent among us. You know, so I don't know that there's an entire group of people, maybe smaller number and some very powerful who actually have children kidnapped and use them for sex. Yes. No, that's that's, isn't that true? Yes, that's a huge issue. You know, human trafficking, like a lot of parents sell their kids into this, you know, and you see that a lot in in um, poverty stricken nations, you know, like when 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 people are desperate, they will do that. And, you know, it's just I am not excusing that at all. That is horrific. But no, it's, no, you know, you're rash. You're not rationalizing. You're explaining no, it's it. the sad reality of, you know, it, it's it, it can't be ignored. I mean, that is a, that is something that happens every single day. So. Um, but you yourself are the lead spokesperson. I've seen you on TV, Gays Against Groomers, and I've noticed you over the mainly last few months. I've seen you on Newsmax a lot. Mm-hmm. And I said, she's incredible. Oh, thanks. Not only is she great looking, but she's a great person. She's very articulate. She really knows what she's talking about. I, I would always say, who is she? And then forget it, you know, and then but then <sighs> you, then you get more prominent people say, OK, I wrote it down. I took the screenshot and sent it to Karen. I said, Booker, Booker. Oh, so that's awesome. Now we finally got Jamie. We got Jamie, uh, 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 Jamie Michelle. Yes, you said. Oh, my God, I can't believe you said it right. Everybody says Mitchell, even though there's no T in there. <laughs> but yeah, that's your real last name, Michelle. That's my last name. Yes, that's certainly not a Jewish name. Well, it used to be Michelovitz. Ah, OK. Yeah. And there's then when, my an- grand- when they when they came over to America, they didn't want it to sound super Jewish. You know? Where were they from, Poland or Lithuania? Poland and, Poland and Russia. So they were in Belarus. I'm not sure exactly. They say Russia. They meant Belarus mainly. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, many people who say they were Russian Jewish do not realize, like if you ask them where and they say Minsk, which is where Mm. most of the Jews were in Minsk or Pinsk. Right. On the Dnieper River, which is Belarus, which is north of of Ukraine, which which makes this war very personal, by the way, for many people who understand their background because they're straddling Russia and Ukraine culturally and religiously and, and they don't want war. That's oh, another issue. I'm a yeah. total I'm a totally anti-war guy. Me too. And I've called every name under the sun of Putin apologist furthest from the truth. But not <laughs> wanting a nuclear war, not wanting to see more young men butchered when there right. are already hundreds of thousands of young men butchered does not make me a Putin lover. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's crazy. The left has become so pro-war, you know, it's like, yes. What the hell is this? completely turned? I the world mean, it's upside down. Jamie. It is. It is. So, Jamie. Gazeagainstgroomers.com. We're going to try and get you a lot of money. Okay, so what can parents, educators, or anyone else do to stop this war against children by the people behind it, mainly the radical trans activists? You just got to keep speaking up. They want to silence you. You know, they they call you every name in the book, homophobe, transphobe, bigot, because they all they have is intimidation and censorship. Um, and so, you know, that's what they that's all they have to call us, even though it makes no sense for them to call us that they don't have anything else. So, you know, you can we really see the tide is turning. Um, there have been like 16, maybe more laws put into place protecting children from, you know, 
quote unquote gender affirming care, which just means uh, child sterilization and mutilation. They always reverse it. They always. Oh, yeah. Revert. That's what the left has been doing. Like when, I, I used to joke about it back 25 years ago. Yep. That, that when they do this, they'll call it that. It's right out of Orwell. I mean, right. I've been I've been reverse engineering their statements forever. A hundred percent. You know, I I talk about that a lot. Like their their play on words. They are very meticulous and intentional with their words uh, and you know what they call things. But I would just say keep speaking out. It all you know change happens locally. We're always going to school board meetings. Um, we actually have sixteen chapters because and I want to have a chapter in every state so we can hit stuff. Sixteen chapters. Yes. Reminds me of. Um, a rock and roll song from the 50s called 16 candles i don't uh, <laughs> we have 16 but more are gr- we're growing every day so um, why would some parents let me ask you this question some parents actually bring their children to these trans events while these sickos are performing sexual acts mm-hmm. or making public displays of nudity what kind of parent does that sick perverted parents you know and, and i think <laughs> parents that are genuinely I think there are parents that are genuinely perverted and genuinely think that this is okay and then I also think that there are parents that are liberal white moms are terrified their kryptonite is being called or thought of as a bigot in any way you know Mm -hmm. so they want to stay they want to be seen as uh you know super progressive and super hip and you know with the times so to say uh and and so they think that this is how they have to do that but you know to be accepting of gay people or trans people does not mean that you have to take your children and expose them to this degenerate filth that that's that's what it is sorry i'm not i'm quite blunt with my rabbi be careful what you say you're being heard by a lot of people rabbi that's fine that's fine no Uh, but uh you know I, i don't know i think that i think that um they are using their kids for woke points and to be seen as the cool mom. And especially these parents that transition their kids, you know, you know about Munchausen by proxy, right? Yes, I do. Let me explain that to people who may not know. Those are parents whose children are sick because they make them sick and they encourage their illness so they can take care of them. Exactly. So uh, gays against groomers, we use the, the, the word transhausen by proxy. <laughs> oh, God. Transhausen by proxy. God, you yes. people are funny. I wish you lived near me. I'd, I'd go to your chapter meetings just to have a good night. For God's sake, oh, Transhausen by proxy. Yes. I think I should move to Wisconsin to be near you guys. Come hang out. You know, I'm actually moving to Florida soon, but uh, in a few months. But um, uh, but no, Transhausen by proxy. These moms that you know and, and dads that transition their kids because they're they're sacrificing their children at the altar of woke. Uh, you know, for for them to get attention, really, you know, because these these parents show their trans kid on TikTok and they get 300,000 likes. I mean, those likes are, uh, you know, that's like a drug to these people. Um, I love that. It's a great chapter title. Trans out trans housing by proxy. Yes. And your explanation of it, of what Munchausen by proxy means and what trans housing by proxy means. You know, it goes back to the 60s when people were trust transitioning into being overt Marxist. One of the statements yeah. that the, the liberal parents would say is, oh, honey, uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do and have fun. In other words, to the daughter or to the son, meaning uh-huh. wink, wink, smoke marijuana, you know, whatever you want to do is fine because I did it too. That's what they were saying. So now the progression from that liberalism is actually promoting the mutilation of children. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's very scary. And it's it's sad to see these parents doing this to their kids for attention and for clicks and likes and, you know, just for clicks and likes. Isn't that weird? You know, the parents, we always say that the parents are just as much of a problem as the people in our community doing this. I mean, the parents that allow this and, and take their children to these things and 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 let them, you know, chop body parts off. Uh Ugh. We can only do so much, but we the parents need to wake up and understand, you know, we beg them. We're like, please, like, this is not how you be inclusive. This is not how you be nice to us. You know, just just treat us like everyone else and leave the kids alone. Do not get your kid involved in any of this. I mean, so the bottom line is this is not a new stonewall for trans people. This is beyond that, because the Stonewall riots were for gay liberation, not for gay uh, indoctrination, for right. example. Yeah, and it's the same here. You don't want the indoctrination of children. Leave the children alone. Do what the hell you want. If you're an adult, it's really leave simple. the children alone. We as a society have to protect our children is what you're saying. A hundred percent. That's all it is. You know, do whatever you want as an adult. I mean, just leave people alone. Don't push anything on people. Just live your life, but just leave the kids alone. And for just saying, leave the kids alone. We have been labeled the most heinous, you know, things that you can imagine and, and the death threats. And it's just like, I Awful. truly don't ever get well, it. No, it, you've got to be careful, Never Jamie, even though I said the, 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 the um, flashes don't rape, there are those who will not say anything who will hurt you. Yeah. Well, we're, you know, we're going to be OK. Unfortunately, you know, we're raising money because we have to up our security. Also, I mean, our money is against groomers dot com, gays against groomers dot com, gays against groomers dot com. I'll make sure it's on my website. You're amazing. Is really your is it. your is your girlfriend big and tough? Uh, no, my fiance is actually five feet tall, but she will she will hurt someone. She is much tougher than I am. She is this little fiery Latina and uh, she will take someone out if, if they. <laughs> oh, you're something. Yeah. OK, well, one day, Jamie, I hope to meet you, whether I, it's here or in, in the Boca area. Do you ever come out to San Francisco, the ground zero for everything nuts? can't believe you're still out there. I, I don't come out there. No, I actually used to live in L.A. Uh, for seven years oh. I back in 2016. But um, I've been to San Francisco, I think, once or twice. But I don't it's, really you know, I, I don't live in San Francisco. Okay. I got rid of my apartment after after uh, covid. I live north of San Francisco, but I still have fond memories of great things. It's still sure. a beautiful city in oh, so yeah. many ways. And people say, why do you stay there? Because, you know, if you have property. And you have some friends and you love the uh, the um, climate or you love the landform or you love the clouds or you love the birds or you love the, the plants. I'm not going anywhere. This is my home. Yeah. I don't care, care about the crazy people. If they don't. I basically don't see anybody. I live in my own world. I mean, I'm the same podcasting, bicycling quietly, have meals sometimes out, sometimes in. I was assaulted in a restaurant a few weeks ago by someone verbally. Uh, it it hasn't happened in a long time. Luckily, uh, the, the friend I was with and I made it very clear that the person had to leave and That's he wouldn't good. until he did. But the right. fact is, is that there are people who are marginal and with the drugs out there now, Jamie, a lot of them are crazy. Yes. Yes. These drugs cross the barrier of civility. Yep. 100 percent, you know, and it's the psychiatric drugs too. that plus the cross sex hormones plus woke ideology. I mean, it's a it's a lethal combination. Really. Well, look what just happened in, in Nashville yeah. of this trans. I was in Florida at the time. I was shocked. Yeah. That the trans lunatic goes in, executes these children in a Christian school and the government under Joe Biden. I don't get me started on him. Oh, gosh. 
takes the side of the trans shooter, not the children. We have a country that's upside down because of the lunatics running it. It's broken. But I remember saying immediately afterwards, I want to know not what gun she used. I want to know what drugs she was on. Yep. I want to know what hormones she was on. I want to know about the interaction between between testosterone and antidepressive drugs. Yep. And nobody I, picked. Nobody I wanted to talk same. about it because, Jamie, the medical pharmaceutical establishment is so powerful that it literally overrides all common sense, doesn't it? A hundred percent. Well, you're fighting the same thing with the drugs. We are. It's it's just so it's it, there's so it, it's coming from so many different angles, but we're taking it all on, you know, so well, here's another good chapter for your book, <laughs> which is the, the, the drug lobby and how it relates to the trans lobby. Oh, for sure. The and, and talk about the actual interaction of these drugs and what they're doing or might be doing to the to the human mind. Yes. Jamie, we could talk for hours. I'd love to meet you one day. I think you're a wonderful person. I wish you the incredible success. You're you're just seeing the tip of it. Uh, and I, I wish you the best with everything. Hope to have you back on the podcast. Any final words other than send your money to gaysagainstgroomers.com right now. Send your money to gaysagainstgroomers.com right now. Well, Michael won't like you. What else? Jamie? <laughs> No, I just really appreciate you having me on. As I told you, my grandparents were, you know, devout listeners of, of what were their names. Let's give them a name. Sid and Eileen Gray. Where did they live in Milwaukee? They did it for a long time and they went down to Florida and uh, Holly Hollywood. Uh, no, Fort Lauderdale area. Yeah. God, the, the elephant burial grounds for Jewish people. Yes, South exactly. Florida. Yep, that's they they followed uh, the historical trend <laughs> of <From> Belarus. <laughs> To America, from Belarus to North America, yeah. mainly the northern states, and then migrating to the elephant burial grounds. That's what happened. The Boca Raton area. <laughs> yeah, they were they were wonderful, and they loved you, and uh, they would be so proud to know I'm wow. doing this right now. So that's nice to hear. I, I love it. I I do love that a lot. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, just uh, if anybody wants to learn more about us and donate, <laughs> you can go to gaysagainstgroomers.com. Uh, we have a really big site with all kinds of stuff on it. So check it out. And well, I hope that there's some listeners who actually have some real money. who will send you some real money. In other words, find that the five ten dollar donations yeah. add up. We want people who have big bucks to send you big bucks. Keep your powder dry and keep your head down. Always. You got all right. it. Thank you so much. And God bless you. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.